0: All right, welcome to uh, Mandatory Music. This is uh, episode zero. Um, Yeah, so uh, this is a podcast where Mike and Sebastian uh, deep dive music, but for episode zero, we're just going to talk about some random music things so that you guys can get to know us. Um, So my name is Sebastian, and you'll see or hear, I guess, Mike on the other end. Say hello, Mike.
1: (laughs) Hello, Mike. How is everybody doing tonight? There you go. Um, so. Yeah. Well, welcome to what we're hopefully is going to be a long, fruitful, you know, collaboration between two very long-time friends that have uh, loved That's music. Great six. Great six, which you know was only about ten years ago, of course. But you know, maybe, clearly, clearly, but not so <laughs> much. But uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna deep dive some songs from some bands that we love, um, a shared love of, and we're gonna talk. Lyrics. We're gonna talk riffs. We're gonna talk gear. We're gonna talk everything known to that song that we can find information on, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good ride. It's gonna be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, an interesting point to be made too is that Mike and I share a love of similar bands, but our uh, interest in particular songs of bands sometimes are vastly different. Absolutely. So you know, Mike's top five of what certain band may be completely different than my top five songs of another band.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we tend to argue about these top five things or top tens or favorite songs uh, all the time. (laughs) It's been going on since we were 12 years old and now we're in our mid forties. So it, uh, yeah, we just figured we'll take this conversation and put it out to the masses.
0: Um, yeah. yeah, so if you like if you like music and you like songs and you like everything that music represents, then join us for the ride. Um we're starting the ride today. We're not sure how long it's going to go for, but we just we're just going to ride it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're we're going to go yeah. as long as we feel the need to do it. Um which is a beautiful thing. We also do another podcast it's called At the Inn. We do it every Saturday. Yep. We're do it live. This format of this one's a little different. We're not going to be live. We are going to record probably Tuesday, Wednesday night, edit it down, make it sound, make it, you clean. know, yeah, I just, we'll clean it up and yeah. give it, give you guys the best, um, the best product that we know how to give.
0: Um, yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to try to be like laser focused on the particular topic. So, um, I guess we'll break down the show, what we're planning, we're, we're, we're. Our idea is to deep dive certain songs by certain bands and just really open up the Pandora's box, so to speak, of like what that song means to the band, how it's written, why it moves us or maybe why it doesn't move us Mm -hmm. or what 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 they did structurally, what they did on an emotional level, like just really go to town (laughs) on the particular song. So um, they'll be short ish in terms of podcast length episodes. We hope.
1: Yeah, we're hoping <laughs> to keep know. it to 20 and 20, between 20 and 30 minutes. Just, uh, we don't want to yeah. bore people with just a bunch of mumbo jumbo that, you know, going so deep that people are like, okay, we didn't, we know we like this song, but this is going, this is a little bit much. So we're just like
0: fast, yes. deep dives into songs. That's yes. the goal.
1: And we're going to do it by season. Hopefully, you know, the kind of the idea right now is to pick one band and do 14 songs of a season. Yep. Um, and then after those 14 we'll move on to another band and do another 14 uh, 14 episodes of seven of Seb's favorites seven of my favorites um and it's because like he said it's we love the same bands but we (laughs) like most likely none of the same songs
0: I will tell you the seven will be different
1: (laughs) oh yeah it'll be completely different and we're not doing it just to get our eyes out of each other it's just it's no, we genuinely
0: like different songs. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. We go, we've been to but a yeah, million we like same bands.
1: We've been to a million <laughs> concerts together over our lives, yep. and we get super excited about the completely opposite songs that are coming on. And it's so much fun to see. I'll give an example. We went to Iron Maiden a few months ago. <laughs> um, I brought my son, it was his second time going to see him. He's 15 now. And um the two of us, my son and I, we there's one Iron Maiden song that we both dislike very much. It's called Can I Play with Madness? And we had we didn't look at the setlist prior. We had no idea they're going to play it. And when they did, Seb was like jumping for joy, just fist pumping, rah rah rah. And then me and my son face palming, going, "Oh my god, they're seriously playing this song." So that's yeah, it's just kind of the broad a broad stroke of our our differences in, in music. Of the same band but uh
0: it, it's interesting because i think a lot of people don't like the song because um for the time that they wrote it it's pretty vanilla in terms of like how it's structured it's just like a simple rock and roll song in 4/4 four, four time you know verse chorus verse chorus and there's nothing intricate about it but it's a really good song um and it translates live also i have it was the first maiden song i ever heard in my life so i have a special Connection to it, I guess you can say. Yeah. So and that's, just to hear it live, yeah, and that's totally for the fair. First time. Yeah,
1: that's totally fair. But <laughs> but it was just kind of poetic justice because yeah. the whole day we were, me and my son were kind of making fun of that song and hoping, you know, oh, man, I really hope they don't play it. Blah 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 blah
0: blah. And yeah, they were poking fun at me the whole day. Yeah,
1: we kind of
0: eat and crow after <laughs> that,
1: and uh, we'll we'll pretty much never live it down. But uh, that's okay. It's not the wrong. No, with
0: I'll that. have this ammunition for the rest of our lives. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so Iron Maiden is one of our most beloved bands here. Metallica would be another one. Um, what are some of your other favorite bands, Mike, that we probably share? I would say, well, you're probably not the biggest Tool fan, but Tool in my repertoire is pretty huge. I um, I like
1: Tool a lot. I don't think I like Tool as much as you do, but I uh, there are certain songs that I do love, um, and some of the other ones I'm kind of like. Maybe I'm not on the same
0: wavelength or plane that they're on. Nice. It's interesting with Tool, though, because I feel like it's specific to uh, being in the right environment mentally to listen to them. Yeah. So I don't know if you agree with that or not, but I you can't listen to them all the time because it's just so in-depth and progressive.
1: Yeah. And he, you you're know? absolutely right. And I find, too, with Tool, I can't listen to them like while I'm driving. I have to have headphones on and I have to have not a lot going on around me. I got to just sit yeah, there. There's a
0: lot in their music. Right?
1: There's a lot going on. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot in the music. And I just like to concentrate here ever trying to, well, try to hear everything that's yeah. going on. Um, but yeah, I know tools one, um, black Sabbath, where you can, can I sort of combine Sabbath and Aussie together, you know, maybe kind of.
0: What yeah, were, I would, it, it's similar in style. Um, in Flames is actually a band oh. I've been listening to quite a bit recently. There you go. Um, and I just forgot how good they are.
1: <laughs> Man, I haven't listened to them in forever. Did they, have they put out new music recently? Is this? Uh... They
0: put out a new album recently. Um, I think it was last year. Oh, interesting. Okay, if I am not mistaken. Uh, but I like all of the old stuff better, I guess. That's I've heard that about them. I heard like their first, their formative years were
1: the real good stuff, and then they kind of—I well, don't think "lost yeah. their way" is the right—is the right term, but I think they, you know, they changed their sound a bit and sort of went in a different direction from the early days, which a lot of bands do. And I think the band we're going to talk about in season one changed their sound and lost their way along the ride and. You know, and tried to find it again <laughs> and tried to find it again. And now they're sort of just they're cruising kind of into the sunset. So, yeah. So for season one, like I've got Metallica tattooed on my arm. Um, We're going to talk Metallica because, you know, we both yep. have seen them together a thousand times. Well, not a thousand times, like eight times together Um, over the years. We also
0: have a lot to offer in terms of our opinion of them, which are sometimes shared by the masses, and sometimes not shared by the masses. So yep, and most time not shared between each other. So it's that's
1: also true. <laughs> it's it's even better because I have this weird. I didn't like it for the longest time, but you know, Saint Anger turning twenty really did a lot to me, to me and listening to the relevance and the importance of that album. I know it sounds like garbage, but I don't know, man. It's it's been on repeat for the last couple of weeks. Like a handful it's, of songs, not all twelve, because all twelve will just yeah. make your ears bleed. But there's there's a good six that I can add to my Metallica
0: playlist, and when it comes on, I'm like, oh hell yeah, that! It's got it's kind of a funny phenomenon that happens with people, like um, when they listen to a piece of music and then they kind of deep dive the music and and kind of understand. What the context of was when the artist wrote the song based on what was going on in their personal life or Mm -hmm. or around them or where they were emotionally, mentally. And it just opens up a new perspective of those. And I'm talking strictly with St. Anger because Mm -hmm. Metallica broke up. Literally, Literally James, they, they in were in the dying. middle of making that album we left to go to rehab mm-hmm. and didn't really say anything to anyone, just, just left. left Yep and then Lars is just standing there. I don't even know if we have a band anymore because I haven't talked to him yeah. in months. He just right. quit and went, I need to go rehab, and that was it. That was it. And it was their darkest time, I would say. So it's just it's it's just fascinating. Like when you know the level of what they were going through, and then you re-listen to those songs, you're like, I actually understand yeah. better. Why this is the way it is? Yeah.
1: So, and I think yeah. that's part of the reason why it's sounding so good to me. Even that snare drum turned off and that ping that it gives. Okay, off. well,
0: nothing can forgive the snare drum.
1: <laughs> oh, come on, man! It's uh, yeah. like I was listening to what song was it yesterday? I think it was uh, some kind of monster. And that may or may not be in my in my seven. I don't think it's going to be since I'm going to talk about it now. But
0: dude, um, that's a low key banger song. Actually. Oh my god! I wish it's they actually pla- a really cute I song. wish they
1: play it live. Like well, we're going to see them in August, and yeah. I'm I'm the serial set list looker, and I'm promising myself I didn't I didn't look for Iron Maiden. I'm not looking at all. I don't want to know. Well, I'm going to try we'll not. See,
0: we'll see about this.
1: <laughs> well, you're right we, we I know I've never been able to whenever they're on tour I look at every show I watch videos from every show I want to see how they are doing live especially if we're if it's coming up to something I'm going to be at I want to see how they're performing um but I just I can't help myself so I'm even me and, and I've taken my son and said we're going the three of us We both in my house have committed to not looking. I don't have social media anymore, so there isn't that Instagram post from Metallica's page saying, "Hey, here's our set list from tonight." There's none of that. I'm not going to look up setlist.fm. Nothing.
0: I just yeah, because their their set list doesn't really shift much. Like it's not like a new set list. They have they they have a bunch of songs. Like they have a pretty structured set list, and then they'll have slots where they'll rotate a couple songs in the one slot. So they'll have like a a thrash slot when they'll have two or three songs on rotation in that slot throughout the different concert venues. But most of, I would say like 90% of their songs are pretty much set and stone. So if you look at the set list on day one, it's pretty much going to be the same. Yeah. The
1: whole concert. Yeah. The first half of the tour, I looked at everything. So I'm kind of hoping they switch out some of the new songs. It might might be different. For some of the songs they haven't played off that new album yet. There's, you know, Inamurato, I doubt we're gonna get, but I, you know, Room of Mirrors would be nice, crown of barbed wire they haven't played yet. Basically like, play
0: for Inner Mike is uh, gonna well, they ascend can't. into some kind of holy land.
1: <laughs> well, even if I get the instrumentals, if I get the Calicatulu and Orion, which they have been playing, and yeah, they've been elu- they've eluded me my whole concert going life, especially Orion. I've always every time I go see Mataga, they're playing Orion tonight, and they never play it. They're playing Orion tonight damn it. And then on and on and on. And now they're playing Orion every night when they play.
0: So I, I know, I know you missed them the last time you, they were I in did. Vancouver. And it, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty far distance for you to, to drive AK. You can also fly here. I mean, it's, it's a three, four hour drive, so I get yeah. it. Um, but they did end up playing, um, Halo on fire. Nice. Live, yes. Which is amazing. Cause Absolutely. that end Ooh. part of that song mm. makes the whole song. So good. Cause it, yeah, there is a specific line. Oh my God, I'm going to butcher the lyrics. Uh-oh. Hello, darkness, say goodbye. Yes. That's what he says. And I just, I relate to that on so many levels because I look, so are you familiar with the video? I
1: am. whether there this, like the the big, everyone's fighting? Is that
0: the one? Yeah. Where? So I really think, and I'm I could be completely off, but I actually think all of the characters in the video are like personifications of emotion. Oh, interesting. And so when they fight in the battle, it's like a battle inside trying to oh, balance your emotions. That makes total sense. Right? Wow. Because they just randomly fight. And yes, then sir. afterwards, Holy they just kind of like are at peace with each other. So oh, man. It, it takes it on a new level, doesn't it? <laughs> now I have to go watch the video because <laughs> yeah. I, I've so only the seen it. So the hollow darkness like... goodbye part is yeah. like trying to balance emotions and trying to like figure yourself okay. out so so to speak so oh, i've always looked at that song as somebody battling with their demons and battling with their oh, own for thoughts sure. and emotions so um oh wow. but yeah if you guys haven't seen the video just youtube halo on fire by metallica it's a phenomenal video um okay. i highly recommend watching well, it apparently i have to
1: do the same thing because <laughs> <laughs> so, i don't think i've seen the video since the yeah. album came
0: out um, it's well, been it's been a hot minute it's for been a sure hot minute since that came out. So. Um, but yeah, that's actually one of the questions I want to ask you. It's like is, is it, what 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 are some of your like most favorite or most meaningful songs to you? I mean, that is one for me as well. Bleeding me is another mm. one for me. um those well, are probably two two most passionate Metallica songs that I am connected to, I guess yeah,
1: the the Outlaw torn for me um, the guy yeah. I'm, not a, I'm not a big lyric guy, but just there's something about his the urgency in his voice singing those lyrics just really sort of it hits me kind of like the same way in a well we yeah. did on our other podcast we did a metallica episode when 72 seasons came out and we started talking about in a and i started crying and it was a whole thing but um i it was uh, a beautiful vulnerable moment for mike so you know like i i, I struggle with with things, you know, and, That song, it made it okay to, you know, tell that side of your, of your personality to kind of just go away and go to hell. And it's okay that you're there. I can live with you, but you don't need to run my life. Kind of thing. It
0: could be also that the outlaw torn kind of like emulates a loner or somebody that stands yeah. on the outside, right? So I mean, uh, uh, so many people can relate to that image of yep. not being included or absolutely, you know, being standing on your own somewhere and you're just going to go off to the sunset. So yeah, that's a phenomenal um, song. They, <laughs> you
1: know, in terms of like Metallica-wise, with songs that are, yeah that hit home like that. Um, of all things, all within my hands is yeah, it, it hits. It's a different level. It it hits you, well, it hits you over the head. But it's just listening to somebody so unhinged, especially at the end of the song when he's doing the half the, for the bridge and the whole kill, kill, kill thing. It's just like he is just letting every negative emotion out of his body. And it sort of it gives me goosebumps just to like, holy crap, like these guys are all about perfection. And now it's just like I'm going to let it all hang out. And we're not editing nothing. We are just—it's going to be my raw, raw vocals, and they're going to sound like crap.
0: Fine. Yeah, it came out emotionally. That's probably the least perfectionist album they've ever done in oh, their life. Absolutely. Well, maybe would... kill them all. But <laughs> well, probably kill them all, just because they had like three days to record they're, it. But and they're young and, and new and fresh, right? So, yes. Absolutely.
1: Um, yeah. What about you? What's another song by our favorite band? That uh
0: well I was gonna go off the board with a different artist, okay, but I can I no, can let's, stay no, let's, okay let's so go off the board. There is um a female artist that and I, I talk about her with you guys all the time, mm-hmm. but I'm just absolutely in love with Ellie Goulding mm-hmm. Amazing. right now. And she she does this her famous song is Lights. Um, but what I find really fascinating about her and when she performs lights, mm-hmm. it's, it's, she has so many variations of performing that song and it changes every time that she does it. She has like the recorded video version. She has the one that she did at the Q gardens, which sound, sound amazing. She does the one for Ryan Seacrest where it's just, you know, there's no guitars in it. It's that just, was just a keyboard.
1: Just, yeah, and, yeah. It was just keyboard and her. Keyboard right? and, her. Yeah.
0: and it's just like the vocal, um, Ability that she needs to sing that song is massive wow. is phenomenal so uh you know she's she's arguably well it's her or flory are like my two favorite female mm-hmm. uh singers right now currently so
1: yeah she's um the floor is she she's is amazing uh Absolutely. she can kick ass man <laughs> she got some pipes on her uh um, vacant lady there
0: yeah little, exactly yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, another one for me is uh, "Nutshell" by Allison Chains. Again, the, yeah. all my songs are all about being sad and most likely addicted to something.
0: And just but it's con- of, it's connection, right? Like yeah. you feel connected to it, that. So. Especially you know
1: when this came out, you know ninety four. We are kids, but you know we were teenagers. Emotions, a lot of stuff swirling in your head, and uh, it still it still hits me. It's one of the songs I love just to play on my guitar play along with it and just sort of, yeah. it just, it takes you, it transports me to like a whole, like another realm. I wish it could go on for half an hour. It's just a shame. It's only four minutes and 19 seconds. I listen to it right now for the first time in a while, but um, yeah, like a lot of Alice Chain songs, just so much despair, so much, obviously we know the pain story of Lane Staley, so we don't need to get into yeah. that, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of emotion that comes out of his
0: voice. Um, Yeah. There is, there's an absolute soothing quality to music. It's almost like it emulates emotion in your, in your heart and kind of, you know, it it just, it has a way of just moving people from Mm -hmm. a deep level that you don't even realize you're being moved in a safe way. You know, because you just listen to music and it's something happens to you, like you change, like you feel different, like yes. your, energy is moved differently through your body. So, you know, music is is one of the greatest Ross forms of just experiencing different emotions. Yeah. Um and it's 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 easy <laughs> for, yeah. it, for, for most people. Like it started with people banging sticks against rock walls, right? You know. Yep. So yeah, music's a big part of the world, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about
1: <laughs> we are gonna talk a lot of music over the next yeah. next you know, long time we're we're gonna you know, like I, like we said before, it's gonna be a you know, season by season thing. but I think you know, we're at a good spot in our lives where we we can carve out time to do this to to do it right. yeah, and
0: uh we well, we love to talk about music. Uh, we talk about music all the time, whether it's through text or whatever, right. or if we send us videos. Yeah, like, hey, check this out, check it, that out. And so, it's literally like every where, hey, it's like hey, yeah. check
1: this out, hey, check that out, hey, have you heard this or or whatever? And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to sort of bring this to yeah. to the masses and do it our way and not, yeah, just just to do it the way we way we want to do it and just throw our spin onto some class, some real. You know, some classic stuff, some deep cut stuff, yep. some stuff that maybe people have never heard before. Eventually, maybe we'll get into, it'll be, you know, whatever. We'll pick a song that we both have never heard of and listen to it and just talk about it.
0: Give you a raw, real reaction. You know, to give you an actual reaction. <laughs>
1: just With yeah. any known band, it'll be hard for us to do. But I think we can find, there's, there's, you know, there's thousands of stuff, millions of bands out there, hundreds of thousands and millions of songs that we can...
0: There is. Yeah. yeah it's so, universal and yeah. it keeps changing. It's interesting how music shifts, you know, and it's like, I have to remind myself that like what people listen to now at a younger age was us at that age, Yep. you know, and so some of the music that comes up, I'm like, I don't understand this. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. But then, but we, I have to imagine ourselves in that scenario. Yep. Like, this is so yep. awesome. Or, or even our,
1: <laughs> even our, on the flip side, our parents going, what the hell are you guys listening to? This yeah. is not our music. Like, I grew up in a very classic rock kind of household. Like, one of my favorite bands is The Doors, The Beatles. I love all that 60s psychedelic stuff. 70s rock, stadium rock, all that mumbo jumbo. And that's sort of what I grew up in. And uh, when when I was a kid in, in the Metallicas, the Panteras, the real loud stuff was going on. They're kind of the side on you going, uh, are you okay? And uh, yeah. yeah, so... Um, your
0: panteras your danzig is yeah. like what the heck is this <laughs> all that stuff um it's yeah, yeah it's it's uh, it's pretty cool so i don't think any one of our parents actually thought that metallica was going to grow into what they were you no, know absolutely when not. they came out it's just just like what is this heavy music and then they became yeah. the most iconic the highest selling metal band of all time so and then by today's standards they are Pretty tame.
1: <laughs> well, right. It's like they are the mainstream, and they are the sort of yeah that benchmark of what commercial music
0: sounds like. And yeah, yeah. and then when they came out initially, it was like this: this is the what you're not supposed to listen to. This nope. is bad music. It's like, devil's music. like this. Keep it hidden because yep. this is bad. But now it's it's you're right. It's mainstream. Yeah. Now you listen to the metal music of today the hardcore metal music and you're like, this is way out there. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. 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 So we're both into metal. We're both into good music. I think it's fair to say that Mike and I are both, and correct me for speaking for you, but I I feel like you'll agree with me, is that we just like any song that is rooted in something deep for the artists, you know, when the artist has, you can tell when an artist has some connection on a deep, deep level to the song. Yes. And we respect that no matter what genre of music it is. hundred percent. A hundred percent.
1: Cause I've even been branching out, which I never thought in a thousand years, I'd say this, there's some country music going on in my house and it's not all bad.
0: Uh, not yeah, all bad. You should
1: not all bad. <laughs> I don't you like to listen
0: the, to that. Call, um, what's his name? Oh my God. Keep talking. I'll um,
1: find it. <laughs> I, uh, and it's sort of, we just put on like the music video channel and it just plays when the family and all, all four of us are upstairs talking and whatnot. Um, some of it's real poppy. Some of it's really silly. Some of it's, you know, the more serious stuff, yeah. but I'm finding, I'm not hating it as like, I kind of was like, Ew, no country. No, thank you. I'm, I think it's the maturity. It's an age thing. I'm sort of, I'm appreciating the musicians and their craft.
0: It's so no- it depends on the country, right? Because like, I'll listen to Chris Stapleton and he's country, mm-hmm. but I don't consider him country. No, he's got like a like a blues bass
1: to him. And but a but guy he's yeah. But a guy like Luke Bryan, he's country all day long. And yeah, he's got this song out now. It's called uh But I Got a Beer in My Hand. It is ridiculous, but it's the catchiest song. You should really what well, just listen to it because it's hilarious. Like it's just it is just it's bubblegum, it's bubblegum pop, but country. Yeah, and but I
0: guess that's a good lesson too. Because it, it, why does all music have to have a deep, moving, painful it, it memory attached? Right? It doesn't. Sometimes it could just be about a good summer night that you're having a good time. in, yeah. right. Absolutely. It doesn't have to have a heavy topic yeah. all the time. Absolutely. So, um, the artist I'm thinking was Colter Wall. He's uh, from Saskatchewan. He's a cowboy oh. hand. He's uh, oh god, he's 28 years old.
1: I think you've yeah. He, I, have, I have. Oh yeah, yeah that guy. What a voice! Joe Rogan
0: described him as some as a cowboy who's been drinking whiskey for seventy years and smoking. He sounds like sounds like the next Johnny Cash. Yes,
1: and he's twenty (laughs) eight years old. Yes, I remember you. You sent me a video, and it was unbelievable. So,
0: if yeah, when the voice alone, when you guys hear this, look up Culture Wall, Um, a great Canadian song that was that was featured on the Joe Rogan podcast was Kate McCannon. That was the 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 one that he did. It was. It was I Highly recommend it. Yeah. And when I get
1: better at sort of doing all this stuff, I will put links to all this stuff in, in show notes and get everything we talk about. You yeah. know, links to every song we talk about and all the stuff and where we pulled all the info from, just so we you guys can check it out too. Um but I think that's a a good description of what we're gonna do.
0: Yeah. Just and, give you a little bit of insight of how we how yeah. we jive together and uh, hopefully you guys will be interested as much as we're interested in what we're talking about. And these will come out Mondays.
1: Uh, That's, that's the goal is to have them come out, you know, midnight, Sunday night. So Monday morning and um, more
0: or less,
1: (laughs) right. Some might be after Monday, some might not be, but the goal is to have them out for Monday. Give me, give me a couple of days to edit and do all that stuff and send it back and forth. So we're happy with it. Um, Yeah. So thank you so much for listening and, Hopefully hopping on the train to, you know, get this uh this adventure rolling. And we'll see you in seven days. See you in seven days. <laughs> Good night. Good night.